You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. You're like a little editing genius now. I'm like, who are you even? You're so creative, and I'm honestly impressed. Thank you. You know, I really did work hard. I know. You're like, I've been practicing for like at least a year. Well, and I was a little bossy like 10, 15, 30 minutes ago. Just setting up our new, which by the way, Aunt Roxanne, she listens. My aunt, if anybody else listens to this. We got a new setup, and it was really cool. I was really excited for this because I needed a new setup for our podcast and all of the things, and I did it, and it just didn't work, so I was just kind of bossy. <laughs> I mean, I was just particular. Yeah. We won't say bossy because that's yeah. a negative connotation. And I just kind of get into, like, a one zone, one pathway. I don't really know what the word is, but I think it's because my ADD. You just need it to be the way you. And want then it if to be. you're talking to me, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about this week though, what? because I do this. Oh God, I hope she doesn't listen. But I sometimes do this to my boss <laughs> <laughs> and the people that I work with. Uh-huh. Is that I think ADD people's superpower is like tuning people's voices out. Yeah. No, I do that. All- I can't. F- I can't do something and focus on what somebody's saying at the same time. I can't. So like. If people are, like, judging you or saying something completely ignorant and stupid, <laughs> you yeah, just get to tune them out. It's out. It's not. It's like, no. think about it. It doesn't even matter anymore. And you're like, I'm the queen of I that. I can't hear you. You're just noise. <laughs> AKA, Alexis never listens to you. Just now you know. Yeah. Well, Jen sometimes will walk in and I'll be watching TV. Oh, God. And then she'll be like, hi. Hi. And I'll hear her, like, the fourth, fifth time. And you're like, oh, hey. I'm like, oh, hey, when did you walk in? You, like, snap out of your trance. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) just to bring us to our episode then. No. There we go. (laughs) So we actually... (laughs) We can't stop laughing. So we actually have a special guest on this episode. I've known him for a couple, few, few years now. Um, I met him at a... (laughs) A couple few years. (laughs) Sorry, I got stuck on it. Go ahead. Uh, I met him at this church that I used to go to. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, we still kept in contact and I love him. I really value our friendship and our conversations. And earlier this week, we were having a really amazing phone conversation just about life and about painful experiences, which you can probably tell by the title after clicking on this episode, what we're going to talk about. But I was just really inspired by his heart and what he's gone through and how that conversation went. And I really just wanted to bring him on to this episode so we can talk about just how our wounds prevent us from what God has for us or what our future blessings are. And to finally introduce him the amazing, funny Aldine. Woo! 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 We can have claps. See, on our new, on our new, like, no, literally on our new, like, little setup that my aunt bought me, there's a clapping thing, and I would have pressed it. Like a, yeah. Well, yeah, we could just pretend. There we go. <laughs> we could pretend. Yes. Well, welcome, Al. Yeah, welcome to the closet. <laughs> When you said his full name, though, to Al Dean, I was like... I know. I, I never like call a, you Al Dean. Is that a country singer? That's Al, no, Jason, Jason Al Dean. That's his last name. Al Dean. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling heard famous. That <laughs> I'm feeling famous vibes from it. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because my, my acting name professionally is Al Space Dean. It's my first name, so... Yeah, he's theatrical, he's creative, so he knows this space. So Mm -hmm. when he saw me trying to get together our other setup, he was just like, whoa, okay, Alex, this is in her zone. (laughs) I was like, hey, you know, you do your thing, you know, I'm I'm just visiting, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm just a visitor here. Do your thing. He was like, I completely understand it. (laughs) I get it. step back. Exactly. Well, okay, Al, when did we first meet? Was it at, um, in 2019 at the conference that I worked at? I think so. Yeah. 
See, yeah, I don't remember like our first. Yeah, I right. don't remember our first encounter. All I remember is just like the young adults ministry, and we were just that's how we just started connecting and talk talking. I've told you mine. It was a house party. That's oh, when I re- yeah. that's when I like that's when we like clicked. Actually, that's yeah. when I remember. Yeah, but well, because my friend, our mutual friend, was holding like a housewarming party. It yeah. was a really nice apartment <laughs> in Dallas, yeah. and so we went to her housewarming party, and there was all these people that I did not know and then i saw al and i was like Mm -hmm. went straight to al and just like talked to them like most of the night yeah yeah. it was cool and that's when we truly connected on Mm -hmm. like a human being level i mean people are probably like what do you mean a human being level i mean authenticity that's what i mean so it was like true like getting to know you and your heart and where you're at in your life and i felt safe enough to tell you where I was at. Right, <laughs> the right, time. Right, so it wasn't right. just like surface level, co- what? Surface <laughs> level conversation. No, not at that. all. Yeah. It's like we were in our own little world. Yeah. That's when I, that's when I learned that she was a heavy fan of White Claw. She's like, I love white claw. And I, it was and like I'm not grapefruit. ashamed of it. Not at all. It was like grapefruit flavored. I was like, this is disgusting. I'm like, Ugh, are y'all into this? I'm like, yeah. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> I could have sworn you were drinking one too. No? I, that was the first. I had to try it because every, you okay. know, it was like, it's all over the it place. Was a it was new like thing. popping. Like <gasps> yes, okay. So it was, was around like, that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like it was popping. I'm like, what is what is the big deal? They're like, it's seltzer. It's so good. I'm like, <laughs> hard seltzer. I'm like, what? So I tried it. and I was like, this is not all no, that. It Give ain't me a it. hard cider. That's what I want. Just nice and Ooh. simple. Yeah, hard cider is my joint. That's okay. what I get. All the time. Man, yeah. now I'm thinking about hearts. Okay, anyway. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> <that's>, uh, episode. <laughs> Healing. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, Al, I wanted, so just to give our listeners some context, we would love to just hear from you in what, I'm not going to say when, because I'm, I'm trying to keep it vague. Right, right, right. But um, what um, sparked our conversation on the phone a few days ago and kind of what happened and what led to where you're at okay all right uh let me see okay yes the lord put on my heart to uh be his hands and feet in the situation uh said hey i want you to bless another individual and i said okay cool so i me and him it was really just a time of me just listening to him on what he wanted to do and what he wanted this person to know and receive and so i got all that together and i was prepared I set up and I was I presented it to the person. And then the person says something to me that was really like had me like at a shock. <laughs> and they said, I don't receive gifts from men that I'm not in a relationship with. It was I was fascinated by the statement. I felt like I had heard it before, like like somewhere down the line of life. But at the time, I was like, I really want to say this. Just say it. Just okay. Say it. So you're telling me if it came from anywhere else, you'd be okay. But because... It was you. I, Because I, it came from a person with a penis, like, I, <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. But then they gave me greater explanation, and they said that they were very adamant about that. And when they said that word adamant, mm-hmm. I had, and I'm, it was totally God. I had a great sense of compassion and understanding. I still knew that mindset wasn't correct to have, but I knew I was like, okay, something happened. Mm-hmm. Something happened down way back whenever, whether it was just one situation or a plethora of situations where that person experienced pain connected to males giving them a blessing or a gift mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. a pencil, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, anything, whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is. And it was in that moment when they said that to me that I, I sat and I felt God because I knew God was moving me to do this. But in, and the thing I'm understanding, even as, as just as a believer on this earth, it's like, we are called to be his hands and feet. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever 
this my mother tells me this she said whenever god wants to bless his children he partners with people Whenever he wants to speak to his children, he does speak directly, but he also speaks through people. So to know that God knew that the person had this inner vow that they created and saw the pain that that caused them for so many years. And he's like, because God is a redeemer, he's like, I'm going to redeem this. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think, knowing my Heavenly Father, I don't even think I was the first person, male specifically, that he partnered with to redeem this. Right. But who knows? It's like, because God is so patient and so loving, he's like, you know, five years ago, I tried with Jamal, but she said no. I was like, all right, five years later, I'm going to give her another opportunity because I, I want to see her free. Like, that's what God, that's how, how God is. Yeah. So I just had like an enormous amount of compassion and understanding. And I began to see the whole situation through God's lens. Mm. And I felt for that person. I really did because I was like, not only is the father himself blessing you, but at the same time, he wants to free you from that, that inner vow that Satan said in your ear to say, God can't protect you. So you're going to have to do it yourself mm. like that was wild for me to see i've i've again just and it was i saw it because i'm like i'm growing in my own personal relationship with my heavenly father and to know like to to the the steps that he's taken me on to walk in total healing i'm in a way better place than i was a year ago you know and to see someone else to see someone else in a certain kind of mental bondage it hurts my heart just like it hurts the father's heart it's like nah like you don't, I don't want, I don't want to see you like this. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And that makes sense because now you know why there's, there's a lot to unpack here mm -hmm. because I'm, as you're talking, I'm like, yep, yep. This is something that could be it too. And just to give more context for our listeners, God like told you exactly specifically what to get for this specific person. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a complete god thing and i know like yeah. some of us can a lot of christians say like well god told yeah, me yeah. this about you yeah, yeah. god told me yeah, like i'm yeah. the one for you, uh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> go ahead i was gonna say i just want to i just want to insert something here because <clears throat> i'm definitely i've been in a space for a really long time where like any mention of that would, would literally make me be like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, rolling yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, like, and this is the first time that I've ever talked to Al, like, in person or we said hi once. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Um, but I can feel, like, his genuineness through this. And I really had that. I didn't have that idea whenever you were speaking. Like, I can just tell that, like. He genuinely was like, this is what I feel. I feel it strongly. I feel like this is what the Lord's telling me to do. And so I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bless it no matter what. And something that I thought was beautiful about that was like, typically people who would offer such a mm -hmm. great gift to somebody and they would turn it down like that, mm -hmm. they would internalize that. Yeah. Instead, you were thinking of that person and there must be, you know, you knew it wasn't a you thing. No. It was a yeah, thing. You understood the mindset of yeah. that individual, but also it's like, it wasn't just like, this was a battle for you oh. <laughs> because you and this individual have some history. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. You have some history. And so it wasn't like, Oh, I want to do this out of a feeling. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was, Oh, I, this is just a gut knowing inside me like i i know god i have a relationship with god i know his voice yeah. so this was a battle for you in the beginning but god exterior exteriorly that a word i don't know <laughs> we're gonna make it a word um, yeah. you you kept getting confirmation of what uh, was going on in that person's life yes. and the fact that i can cut this off if you want me to but what made it for me that like was like so valid when I heard this story. Not that it wasn't valid before, right, right, right. No, but it you. was always valid. But it was like this individual needed help in her finances, big time. Mm. And God, a couple months before a situation, whatever, mm. um, I'm trying to be as yeah, big, no Vegas, um, <laughs> just out of respect. But God told you to save or give this mm. much for the time um and then a couple months later something happened 
And so she needed money. Mm-hmm. And so that in a way like speaks volumes of what was God, what yeah. God was speaking in your heart. So that for me is just like this person couldn't accept it because, and I get why uh, yeah, and I've told I you totally this over the phone. Yeah. I get why this person wouldn't is because honestly, it's really scary. Uh, okay. In the Christian world, mm-hmm. in the Christian culture, <laughs> when someone brings something to me, like as a woman, for me, this is just me mm-hmm. as a woman. And, a, and if a guy were to come to me, I would be in a way be like, well, no, you're just trying to manipulate me. Yes. Because that yes. has been my experience yes. in my past. If like you're deceiving me, you want something from me, mm-hmm. but you yes. want to slap God's name on it. Yes. So you feel better about the situation and you feel better about yourself yes. or it validates whatever feeling and you have. And I knew that. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like yeah. literally, but in the months of preparation that the Lord had to be on. I know that the spirit of fear does not come from him. So obviously it's the enemy. And I was like, Lord, like, I don't, I don't like the way this is going to look like, and I was constantly praying. I said, God, please let her see you and not me. I was bet. I (laughs) I'm going to say this word. I said, Lord, I do not want to spiritually cock block this situation. I do not. I said, this is not me. Let her see you, please. And I was like, I I just don't like at the beginning, I was just like, I was like, Lord, this is getting really, really deep. Like, like heart wise, this is, this is huge. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know if, if I should do this. And it was, it was God telling me, he was like, Al, he told me, he was like, yeah, that, that spirit of fear, you know, that's not from me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he said, I really want to do this for her. Like, I'm telling you, I've never, I've grown up in church. My relationship with God, it's growing. But this was a side of my heavenly father I have not seen before. For Like this level of eagerness to bless another individual. But yeah, I, I, there were so many times where I released, I let go of control. So many times I was like, you know, Heavenly Father, take this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just the hands and feet in this situation. Right. Just the hands and feet. Well, and the big thing for me is like what Krista said earlier is like you didn't internalize her no. Mm-hmm. However. I could have. <laughs> totally. I say I could have. And you people would have. Yeah, yeah. I could have. And you've come a long way because I'll, a year ago can, you would and have. We can get into that. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. A year ago you would have internalized mm-hmm. it. I know I would have. But yeah. you, it's not just you gain a deeper understanding of this mindset mm-hmm. that she had. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry. Do you we want me to say she? We might as well okay. at this point. That she had. Or this vow that she made to herself. Because I get it. Like, as a woman and a man, there's just so many, oh, my God, weird mindsets in the Christian culture between man and woman. It's really, whatever. We'll get into that later. But you understood a a deeper understanding when God gives someone a gift and they're like, and, like, people could see, like, oh, but it didn't come in the way that I thought it would or that I prayed to God about it. Mm -hmm. And so they'll say no about it. Mm -hmm. This is is the meat of this episode. This is the meat right here. And so we'll say no to God Mm -hmm. because it didn't come in the way that we thought it would. It didn't come in the version of a person Mm -hmm. that we thought it would. Mm -hmm. And so we'll say no to it Mm -hmm. from our own human understanding. So for you, it gained clarity on what God goes through 24-7. I immediately after God opened my eyes to that fact, I was like, I had to take a step back. I was like, Father, if there is any area of my life that I have had that you have tried to provide or bless me in this said area, and I've had like an inner vow and like tried to stop and have stopped you, please, you let me know now. Yeah, like you, like people are saying no from a wound. Yes. Yeah. I say, I mean, really, right now, what I'm just, I'm like going through my life right now, and I'm like, oh my god, what have I said? What have I said no to? That could have been such a big blessing yes. because of fear or yes. pain or yes. Yes. things that yes. I've gone through before that made me think so narrow-mindedly. You know mm. what I mean? I mean, I'll tell you one just to be like transparent with our audience right now, like. I'll, I'm probably saying no currently in my life when it comes to relationships. Yeah. 
with men. And that's why I can understand. Yeah, and we've totally. talked about this on the, yeah. on the phone. I can understand from that person's point of view. Mm-hmm. It's like when a woman gets deceived and manipulated by a man who calls himself a man of God, it is hard. Yeah, it's so hard. It's hard to come back from. It's hard yeah. to not allow it to grow you bitter. Mm-hmm. Or it's even hard to not make a vow. Yeah. And like I'm working on that. And that's why I'm not coaching men. I'm only coaching women. I mean, I know our phone conversations <laughs> seem I'm a like, lot like I'm coaching you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's just because like I feel safe with you. You yeah, are yeah. my friend. Right, right, right. And it comes natural to m- my friendships. Mm-hmm. So in my life currently, like I'm like, I don't, there's like this inner vow in me that I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get in a relationship because that is very scary for me. Mm -hmm. That's very scary for me to open up and to feel safe. We were talking about this Mm -hmm. the other day to feel safe with another man. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I've been having to work on with God Mm -hmm. and be like, you know, like I, yes, there's so much reconciliation and redemption that I can do with myself and with God helping me and partnering in that with him. Mm -hmm. But what if, what if I am truly meant to be a mom and a wife? That is a thing that goes mm-hmm. on in my head because more than anything, the deepest desire I have in my heart is to be a mom. Yeah. And I'm not going to be a mom without. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I got you. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> but like, that's where I can see myself when we were talking about that. I'm like, well, we can't really judge. Mm-hmm. And that's not the no. point of this episode. At we're not all. judging that no, person. No, we're understanding no. her. Yes, and because yes. I have that inside of me too it just Mm -hmm. looks different looks different yeah yeah i say i feel like there's no place for judgment because every single human being goes through this exact same thing they all have experiences they all have pain they all have Mm -hmm. fear but what we don't really realize is we think that we're protecting ourselves by doing these things but really we could like you said earlier we could be blocking true authentic blessings from god because we have built these sky high walls because of our past experiences Mm -hmm. and that's why we've said back in well, I feel like almost every episode. <laughs> we kind of circle. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what vows, what belief systems are you making or promising to yourself in the midst of these painful experiences? That's why me and Krista go back to that hard encounter or go back to that child self or whatever language you want to put onto it that makes you feel comfortable is like that's what healing and reconciliation and redemption looks like is going back to when that first belief system was birthed, I guess that's a good word, um, and transforming it and letting God really put the truth, not this manipulative truth yeah. that you vowed with. But it was, it was interesting because you said on the phone, or maybe you could say it, it's like someone, that guy drowning. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a, uh, there's a joke. I remember me and my father, when the movie came out, went to go see the pursuit of happiness. So obviously I was young and I remember little Jaden he was yeah. <laughs> he said this joke to his dad and his dad was so focused he wasn't listening wasn't really in tune but I remember the joke and it was basically the joke was there's this man that's uh drowning and he's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. like he's drowning right and then this boat comes and I think a guy was on the boat or the boat was talking itself but I think the guy was on the boat said hey man you need some help he said no thank you God will save me and then the boat goes off and the man's still drowning, just drowning. And then another boat comes and like, oh, man, hey, man, you need some help. Want some help? He's like, oh, well, no, thank you. God will save me. And he's like, OK. And then he sails off and the guy ends up drowning, dies and goes to heaven. So when he gets to heaven, he sees God and he's like, God, what the heck, man? Like, why didn't you save me? And he's like, bro. I sent you two boats. I tried. Like, I tried. <laughs> Seriously, like yeah. I, I tried. And so for me, it was like my mother, I said this, and my mother said this, still one of the funniest things ever, because I grew up, I grew up in church. So I remember hearing this statement, you know, God is in control. Hallelujah. You yeah. know? And so that was a constant statement. And my mother, she got to the point in her relationship with the Lord. She was like, I hate that phrase. Yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like, mom, like that's, that's a huge state. What do you mean? You hate God, that phrase, God is in control. Well, isn't he, you know, Mm -hmm. she was like, well, he is. However, Mm -hmm. he is only in control to the degree that we give it to him. Oh, that's good. 
Yep, that's good. It's exactly. true. But because how many of us, how many of us Christians will stand there on the pulpit and preach all this godly, beautiful verbiage in scripture, but then you have opportunities and you miss it. Mm-hmm. And like even this, like how an individual will be so deep, like yeah. so freaking deep in their messiness. And you want to continue in your messiness and continue being destructive towards yourself and the others. And you, there's many opportunities that God has given you yeah, to yeah. confront mm-hmm. or to heal or yeah. to expose and get love in and healing mm-hmm. or just stop what you're doing. And you still continue to say no. Well, no, that's too hard. I'm going to can still continue in this route because it's just easy. Me it's and comfortable. My, yeah. Me and my my friends, we were, <laughs> we were laughing. We were having our lunch break and we were just talking about this very subject. And we were like, we're sitting here talking about, you know, God, you know, I, I have a great need. You're a provider. Oh, God, provide, provide, provide. <laughs> oh, uh, just as long as your provision don't look like this. Just right. as long as it don't look like this, I'm good. And then be singing, oh, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, if that is who you are, you're a way maker, God. Oh, just as long as your way don't look like this, then we good. Like, yeah. for me me and the boys, we were like, yo, that's deep. That's crazy. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I'm even, even now just talking to you, I'm thinking about my own life. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but I really... If my mom hears this, she probably she probably gonna make a face. But I was like, you know, I might have made like an inner vow when it came when it comes to small churches. Like seriously, I'm thinking about yeah. that right now. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. Like, there's a church that she went to that she was saying you really need to go, and I've been like once. There's nothing wrong with the church, that specific church, but I was just like, I have a history of like going to small churches. It's so tight knit. Everybody knows it by business. Like, I just, I'm just not. I'm more like huge. You can, it's not, everybody don't know everybody. It's just, it's just, I'm more comfortable in larger spaces than I am in the small. And looking back, like, there was a lot, there was, in the small churches that I attended growing up with my parents, there was, there was some, some spiritual abuse that, you know, my, I knew my parents experienced. Maybe even I did a little bit. And it's like in the back of my cranium that I can't remember, but my body and spirit does. But I remember she was saying, you need, you need to go, like, like recently she was like, you need to go to this, this church. And I was like, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I, you know. And I kept saying that. She was like, all right, you know, I'm just saying you should go. It, it's, I, you really, and we would have conversations. She was like, you really, I think you really should go to this one. I'm like, no, no, I'm just, I'm not into that. But that, that may be an inner vow that, you know, I have created without even really knowing or thinking. So, all right, mom, I might actually go. Yeah. <laughs> Now that I know, I'm like, man, you know, like, like what's stopping me from going? Yeah. And could this be really a blessing? Well, yeah, that's all, yes. And am I yes. too scared to actually accept that? This is yeah. where God might want to, you know, bring a greater revelation and a greater amount of healing. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly even thinking about like those times. Have You know, those times in your life when you're like. Oh my God, if I wouldn't have done this and it went there and then yeah, I met these yeah, people yeah, and then yeah, this yeah. happened, I would never have been yes, to where I am yes, right now. Yes, like yes. those are moments where you didn't let it block. Right, you right, actually right. allowed you that bless. Yes. And I mean, I think about those times too. Like it could you could have easily said no in those, but it ended up being a blessing. Like I just that's I mean, I love this conversation because it's really opening my eyes to any time my first instinct is no because right, of right, right. fears yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or anything like that. Like maybe I need to turn that no into a yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it's like, it's kind of assessing why am I saying no? Yes. Right, right. Is why it, am I is saying it no? from fear? Am right. I saying no yes, because of yes, fear? Yes, and we, we've said this, like we have an episode on it. Like our nose can be powerful. Yes. Sure. When it's, you not abandoning yourself when it's you not not losing your voice or you know in a people pleasing way in a powerless standpoint standpoint but when you're saying no from fear because you're scared or when you're saying no because i'm limiting myself Mm -hmm. i'm limiting what i can do i'm limiting what god can do Mm -hmm. that's when it's assessing like okay is this no the right no for Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. the thing Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> is this no the right no? I but like isn't one. it so beautiful that, and I said this on the phone too, 
is that even in our nose, when we say no to God constantly, or if we're constantly missing it, he's still constantly loving us mm-hmm. in such a deep, unconditional way. And he's just, and he knows why we're saying no. Yeah. He's like, oh, he baby girl, yeah. you're hurt. Yeah. You're painful. <laughs> like, he knows why. And Not, like, you yeah. can't even see my love because yes. of how much yes. you're in pain. Yes. And he still chooses to love us yes. and deeper. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. I'll say, I will, I think my favorite part of even that little story that you shared was like with the guy who was drowning was that like, he said, Oh God will save me. And so God was like, okay, let me, let me send someone. And he <laughs> said, no. And God was like, okay, you didn't hear me the first time. Right? Let me send, me, <laughs> let me send someone else. You know what I mean? Right, like right. there's probably times in all of our lives where we're probably like, okay, we heard things back to back yes, to back to back. And yes. maybe we had said no before, but I love that God will keep showing up and keep Always. being persistent. Yes. And like he even says, okay, I'll, I'll let her say no. Mm. She can say no because it feels so safe to her. And that's what I love about God the most is like he'll never, he's not a forceful no, love. No, he's a safe no, love. No. And that's why I think, Man, that's why this is what true love is. It's the love of free will. It's the love in choosing. It's the love in like, I'm going to let you. I see you. And I know why you're doing this. And I'm going to let go. And I'm just going to let you be that. Even though I love you more than anything. And I'm going to be here. But also, there's not, I'm like, there's only so much I can do. Like, baby girl, you have the power to get mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Or, like, boy, whatever, like, baby dude. Baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby boy. Uh, baby, boy. <laughs> baby boy, you have the power yeah, to yeah. choose into this, too. It's it's, And you said this at the beginning. It's partnering with God. Yeah, it is absolutely. a partnership. It's not a checklist. It's no, not an old dude no. on the throne <laughs> pointing at you. It's not in, no, in a white no. beard. Yeah, it's yeah, not. No, no. It's, it's this person that you get to do relationship with and choose in your decisions in life and thrive and live fully alive in this relationship it's a love Mm -hmm. that lets you be completely free to whoever and whatever you want to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i you know while you were saying all that you know i hope this goes in my world i feel like it does but this this quote came up in my spirit um so there's a very famous musician I think she's like four time Grammy award winning musician. And I say that cause she only made one album, <laughs> but uh, she, she has this quote. She said, she said, my prayer right now is I pray. She said, I pray more now to understand than being understood. Mm, that's good. She said, I want to learn how to love over being loved. She said, God has given me abundance. So being loved by him is all I really need. Mm-hmm. And so f- I say that because it was like for for anyone dealing with this it's like it was it was the the point of having that great understanding of why. Like God is a God of that understands. He's literally Elroy, which is a God who sees me with compassion and understanding. Like that is who he is. That is what he does all the time. Mm-hmm. So whenever in this situation Oh, I uh, was go to the, go to back to this a little bit. But when you said, you know, I could have internally taken that, but I I really could have passed. I, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm, there I'll was say that it. temptation. No, yeah, I, that's that's my to be frank. That's my like childhood wound that I've now yeah. been aware of is like rejection and abandonment. So like instantly like the and wound men was, struggle with that a yeah. lot. I was like, yeah. I and so immediately like so I went off. And I was like, God, I'm not going to make this person a villain in my head. I refuse to do it. I said, God, give me your viewpoint. How do you see this person? Like, what's 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 up? And he when when he pointed out that word adamant to me, it was like a flood of compassion. and understanding came over me. He said, that's why. And I was like, okay. And even I I didn't I left this part out. But even after uh after everything was all said and done, God spoke to me directly and he said, "Hey, thank you for doing this." I was like, 
Because you did your job. You I did, did what you... I obeyed. Yeah, you did what I you... I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Like, this is all he asked me. Like You did all that you could do. And like, that's what gives you the peace. I'm proud. I'm, this is my job. Seed and water. Seed and like, or water. That's what oh, saying. Yes. I'm saying. Seed and water. Yeah. Like, I'm not in charge of the harvest. Like, I don't... What I Because I know my Heavenly Father... The Holy, the Holy Spirit is going to, her eyes are going to be open, drop like scales. It may not be about me, but just, uh, again, it's going to be about the Father. So it may not be now. It may not be five years from now. It may be 10 years later where she's like, God, like, mm-hmm. I see you. I see you throughout my life. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. The veil has dropped. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Like, I'm like, so, yeah, that's why. So I'm about to say something that will blow y'all's mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So that were because we've mentioned it, it was a female. Okay, so when a female wounds their wounds triggers a male wounds, mm-hmm. it's like it's like that constant battle now yeah. towards each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like oh now I'm being triggered. No, well no you triggered me. You triggered no, me. No you yeah. triggered me. We triggered then, each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're playing the blaming game, and it does create yeah. a narrative of villainization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so. I mean, I've been caught in that game a few times, <laughs> but I saw something on the, like this video and I'm like, whoa, so I'm going to just read it. Okay. So when the masculine has focus, direction and structure, when wounded, it can become controlling. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of Christian yeah, men. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's in the, this yeah. isn't us being petty. This isn't no, us no, throwing shade. It's all. like. No, we have to like bring it to the surface yes. and like let it be evident and expose it and confront it. So, yes, when the masculine has focus and direction and structure, which that is the masculine energy, that that's attractive. It's amazing to see a man be so driven and know what he wants. But when it's wounded, it can become controlling. Mm-hmm. And then the masculine is more focused on things and structures. In wounded form, it can be cold and heartless. And then the feminine sees, or the feminine heart sees the masculine's full potential. Here we go. The full potential beyond what he shows or sees in himself. When wounded, she romanticizes a man beyond his true potential. So when our wounded, we're telling these stories, these narratives Mm -hmm. in ourselves Mm -hmm. that we really do think is truth, Mm -hmm. is the truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are we, are we picking up what's going on here? Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then the masculine will find feminine energy intoxicating and the feminine will often distract him from his rigid structure. So the feminine wound counter-reacting from the masculine wound. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm just hearing toxic as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyways, so the point of that is like when a feminine wound and a masculine wound are both, you know, coming together and with their own truths from that wound it can create this disconnect within each other because they're already disconnected within themselves. So then there's a mm. narrative created mm. to where like, oh, she's crazy or mm-hmm. he's manipulative. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to get something for me. Or she's just like what she's <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's crazy or she's being controlling. She's overreacting. Because the man isn't, it doesn't always want to feel the realness or his emotions and the feminine energy does, but she doesn't, she romanticizes a lot or says no from a manipulative standpoint. Does that all make sense? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying that like we have to, and this happens a lot in the Christian culture. It just does, but we, nobody just talks about it. There's no awareness in it. And so works in the silence. I'm telling you right now. Exactly. And there's so much (laughs) silence around all this. And it's like, if we just get connected and heal to our wounds and get connected to what type of belief systems and truth we have vowed upon or promised to ourselves in that wound. It, and we get healing from it, then it will create this dynamic to where it will we'll become closer to our relationships, our friendships, the feminine energy, the masculine energy. And so when someone, a man does bring a present to my, to me or 
I can receive it and not think like, oh, he just wants to date right, me. Right. Or, oh, he just wants yeah. something mm-hmm. from me. Like, no, actually, mm-hmm. he's just doing the Lord's work, right. whatever God told him to. And I want to receive that. Mm-hmm. If God wants to tell me something through somebody else who I didn't think would tell me, like, I want to accept it because it's God at the end of the day. Right. Right. I agree. I there's so much <laughs> so much popping in my head cuz to me you know honestly that's a that's a mindset that is very prevalent within culture it's like mm-hmm. you know not even just inside the church it's out as well it's like mm-hmm. anytime anybody does anything for you like it's out as something to gratify them and so for me i was like i had to make sure i'm like okay that's not really what love is uh, that's something the Lord showed me. Like he said, Hey, I, you know, I, I ask all my children to walk in love. And so I had to learn what love looked like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, what do you got? What do you do God? Since you are love, who are you? You know? <laughs> and he showed me, it was just like, Hey, like I do everything I do for you is because I love you. It's, I'm not expecting anything back. Mm-hmm. Like that is real that, love. that to like no guile. Like I, and I used to think like this, like, like, all right, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do this for, for, for Suzanne, I don't know. Suzanne's the name I came up with. I want to do this for Suzanne in hopes that she'll like me back. Yeah. Like, that's not... There's th- no ulterior motive. Brothers in the church, I'm going to tell y'all right now. <laughs> I love y'all. But let me tell y'all, that ain't that ain't the love God wants you to walk in. Mm-hmm. You need to do it purely. Well, can I say something bold? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't think... And I'm only saying this because... And this might be me speaking out of my own experiences. Because I felt this way too. I really, truly don't think a lot of Christians have fully experienced the love of God because they're only experiencing it through somebody who has already experienced it on a pedestal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so the only time they experience the love of God is through a pastor. Yes. But not for themselves. And I'll tell you what, right now, like God speaks to me differently than he speaks to Krista. Because I'm so uniquely, Mm -hmm. like I receive different than the way Krista receives. Mm -hmm. And God speaks to me differently than the way God speaks to you, Al. Like it's just, and that's, that's what, I think my dad was really good about teaching me that is like, like I love you and Trace as me and my brother. Like my dad loved me and my brother. But he did love us in different ways. But it didn't take away the amount of love. Yes. It's just because, like, I'm going to love my son in a different way than I love my daughter. Mm -hmm. Because my daughter receives differently than my son does. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's like that. It's I'm caring for you so uniquely to your personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think a lot of Christians believe that there's true reconciliation or true redemption. They're just told to believe it. Yeah. Because I didn't believe in it for myself for a long time. I really, truly didn't believe. Like, I believe that God could heal others, but not me. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't see it. Quote, unquote, see it. (laughs) You know? So I think a lot of, there's a struggle and there's a battle within that space. And I, I understand it, but... It's like they're buying into that. They continue to buy into that when Jesus already bought you out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think what really took me over, over like overboard, if that's the phrase I want to use uh, that's proper, but what really did it for me was the knowledge of God's nature and character. Yeah. So you you say you are love. So everything you do is love. So what does love look like? Like God took me, you know, the famous scripture, First Corinthians 13, I think it is. And he said, he said, this is how you walk in love. And I'm like, how do I do this? He said, Al, I do this. I have been doing this for you all the time. Mm-hmm. This whole time. He said, I'm not going to ask you to do something that I don't already do. Right. Yeah. Like. And that's the uh, thing. You had to go through that journey. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. You need to experience. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna tell y'all yeah (laughs) this is what i'm talking about like you have to experience on your own yourself you can have it you can have mentors like of course we need that community Uh, we need that trusted safe community that doesn't judge or betray anyways um but (laughs) (laughs) but you can't so if you don't experience for yourself when it is when it comes to you, yes, like in yes. a gift form, yes. 
you will say no to it yeah. because mm-hmm. you haven't experienced Experience it for, for yourself, yourself. in your deep you. sacred place. Like I used to have encounters here in this closet all the time. Yeah. Like, and then we started having this podcast in this closet. So that's what I'm talking about. It's like you have to experience on your own. So when an opportunity per presents itself Mm -hmm. you can say yes to it because you know that that's god because you've already experienced his love and character yeah like i'll tell you right now if uh should i say this i'm ready if she would have gotten whatever wound healed and experienced it from the love of god yeah in in its own way, I yeah. feel like she would have said yes. Absolutely, to it. yeah. Because she knew what you were giving her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew. Yeah, absolutely. And she knew that that was a need that she had prayed for. Yes. And yes. She, to God, mm-hmm. and she still said no. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm. But it was just because of the gender. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and and I hold no animosity. Like mm-hmm. I. It's a process. But it's the truth. It's just realistic. It's realistic. Of what, what would have happened if that yeah. would have gotten, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. I'm with you. I, it's, it, you know, I, I, I hold no ill will because I'm just like, I get it. I totally get it. But it's like, however, it's like, okay, you know, God is like, yeah, you, you see what we're walking through. Like me, me and her. Like it's so much compassion. God's like, this is what, I, this is why I wanted you to help me. I'm like, okay, cool. And so I, to this day, even now. To this day, I I don't know where she's at, but I'm praying I'm praying for her to her, that her eyes be open to God's character and nature. That that his like in every bad memory that she's had, that she her eyes are open to the presence, that his presence in that moment. And that can go for anyone though. Yeah, anybody that absolutely. that is listening right now. Yeah. And so, I think that's just. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Do you have anything else? I mean, honestly, when I'm just sitting here listening, and I feel like that's what I've I've been doing a majority of the time is because I'm just listening and absorbing and gaining an understanding. Like, it just sounds like these distortions that have bre- been created, obviously, like I've said before, because of experiences, which totally yes, makes sense. Totally we all, makes sense. Yeah. We all have them. But then I want, I did want to make a point, like, because of what you guys kind of said earlier is that we have these distortions and then we accept them as our truth whenever they are not our truth that is not what we're stuck with for the rest of our lives this is not who we are and so once we can understand that then we can actually cause change in your life Mm -hmm. because once you understand that no i'm not actually stuck here this isn't actually who i am i don't have to keep blocking out blessings because of what has happened to me in the past Mm -hmm. like once you have that understanding then you can actually do the work to get to a place where you can be more open and you won't have those blinders on. Exactly. Like your painful experiences are not what makes you who you You, are. Like that's not who you are. Your messiness is not who you are. Your unhealed wounds is not who you are. You can actually, and that's the thing. Like we could not, me, Krista and Al could not be in this place of understanding another individual until we had to fully understand our messiness and our unhealed wounds. And understand (laughs) (laughs) and and understand just what was going on inside of us, why I get angry, why I have a sharp tongue, why I get aggressive, why I go into fight mode instead of flight. Like that that's something that I had to understand my heart Mm -hmm. because that's what matters. I matter exactly like I matter enough to uh, to be understood. To understand understand me mm-hmm. and to allow God or to allow to feel that God understands me too, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah. And, and until I did that, yeah. I couldn't understand someone else's someone else. destructive yeah. behavior. Look, it look, starts with you. That's, that's, that's another thing. <laughs> Church. I'm like, y'all all worried about everybody else. Y'all need to work on your own stuff, yes. man. God, yeah. Put the mirror back on yourself, yes. bro. Like, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all be forgetting that parable that Jesus said about the plank and the speck and someone else's eye and the plank in your own. Like, yo, like we like, look. Let me let me be very clear. I love the church, okay, but but I'm also but it's messy. I'm well knowledgeable. I've, I've grown. I'm well knowledgeable about like just how how what is the word? Just how like messed messy messed up. How messed up it can be, and it's like y'all like 
if we just, uh, yes, we're supposed to go out there, but let's make sure we have the right stuff in our lives, focused, cleaned, before we try to take care of the wounds of another individual. Like, you know, you ain't going to see a bleeding out nurse trying to take care of a wounded soldier. You're not going to see it. I feel like we weren't supposed to take care of somebody else's wounds. I feel like we were just supposed to inspire and, I don't want to say guide, but... Partner? Partner, yeah. Uh, just I mean, come alongside. Yeah, yes. come alongside. Yeah. Come yeah. alongside because I think Not of it taking them on. Right. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I think of it as like our friendship. Like yeah. if Krista w- or if you, I mean, I've been there for the both of y'all. Yeah. But if either one of y'all, <laughs> <laughs> she's like she meant me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like <laughs> Krista, I feel like if either one of y'all were going through something so just painful i wouldn't have all the answers for you i wouldn't and i've even said to you like yeah i don't know what's gonna happen krista i really don't but i love you and i'm gonna be here with you it's coming alongside that person so that's how i think of it yeah well i mean and i mean god dwells within you right so it should you should have the answer eventually it's just Mm -hmm. getting to that point of hearing that answer and understanding that answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do want to say something else, and it doesn't have to be a part of this, but something that I noticed about earlier when we were talking about your situation, Al, is, so it reminds me of this book that we've read talking about, like, how when we go through experiences, instead of just letting them kind of, like, pass through us, we, like, close up, Mm -hmm. and we hold on to them, and we hold on to those energies, and we don't allow it to pass through like it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in, in this scenario, you clearly see this other person who has been closed and probably been closed yeah. for a really long time. Yeah. And yeah. so like, like you've said, those blessings are being blocked, even if God has already showed her several times. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I do want to point out that you also had the opportunity to close because mm-hmm. that fear of rejection. Wow. You didn't take what I've so clearly mm-hmm. heard and wanted to give you wholeheartedly and you could have closed, but it really did sound like you're like, no, but I want to stay I, open. I, like I, I'm fighting to stay open because I know that that's not something I want to do. I refused. Mm-hmm. I refused. Like when I tell you refused to go backwards. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. I am not doing. It. Alexis <laughs> I'm not is laughing. Up. Like I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. We, I work. Me and Alexis, we work too hard. Right. Sitting up here and me going backwards, and so. Like, and what's great, I'm so glad you brought that up because I felt God many, like, I felt him say thank you because mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, this was the perfect opportunity for me to walk in the healing that I had been, you know, working through. So it was like, the enemy gave that to me, said, look, just go back. I told you, like, yeah. oh, I, oh, I ain't gonna, look, the enemy is loud and clear. that's just who he is. He's going to be talking. It's like God's voice and the enemy's. That angel and devil on the shoulder thing is real, okay? (laughs) So I was like, the enemy was like, the whole time, even setting up, it took me a while to get everything together with the gift. But it was like, the whole time, the enemy was like, bro, I don't think it's going to go well. I mean, you know, you you just, you you putting yourself in 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 the line of fire to be rejected. I don't think this is a good idea. And I was holding on. I was, I was like, God, this is what you told me to do. Well, I'm going to do it. Hold Go on. I, I don't, I want you to mention because there's a voice that always says inside your head. What, what's that voice? What does it say? Do I remind you? You said this? Go ahead. It's the, you hear a voice all the time whenever you do something so genuine and beautiful for the love of others. Cause yeah. that's how big yeah, yeah, your yeah, heart yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you always hear a voice every time you do it and you say, Am I too much? This is going to yeah. be you being too much. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like the reason why I bring that up is because I feel like that would resonate with a lot of yeah. men. Yes. Yes. And I think that's why yeah, they prevent themselves from doing really anything because they feel like, oh, just be too much. Or they feel like they would be like a girl. Yes. Uh, this is yes. too feminine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Oh, you, you are. <laughs> Cause I'm saying God is walking through so much like that used to be, I mean, it, it may still be like from time to time, but I always, always snap back into reality. But like that word, I realized recently, that's like a trigger phrase for me. It's like, Al, you're doing the most, you're doing too much. And it was a moment where it didn't have power over my life anymore is when God told me this. 
He said, Al, I'm the master of doing the most. I gave my son, which a lot of people would think yeah. is the most. It's the most. <laughs> like, doing much, bro. Like, yeah. like, he said, I'm an abundance of love. He yeah. said, when you, quote unquote, do the most, that's when you're the most like me. Yeah. There you Ooh, go. There that you go. was good. I didn't say it. It was God. It I was, was like, yo. Me. I'm I said, just receiving shoot. it. <laughs> so whenever, when anyone tells me now, Al, you're doing the most, I'm like, oh, thank you. I, like, I take that as a compliment. Absolutely. So yeah, like I, I you're was, not partnering it with a bad negative connotation. No, connotation. No. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. partnering it with a yeah, I am, and I'm more like that's like that's this God's gift inside of me. That's yeah. God's character, yeah. and I'm His son. Yes, yes. But for so long, you believed that that was a negative was thing. A and negative so now thing. you've changed your mindset and you're like, oh, no, that's actually an amazing, a, amazing thing. That's an owl thing. thing. Yeah. That was a wound, but then that wound has been healed. Yeah. Absolutely. So now when somebody says no to you, you don't take it as a hit to your identity. No. No, 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 no. You take it as like, oh, okay, I'll let you be over there. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I understand you. you but this right is not yeah. going to take anything mm-hmm. away from my identity. That's... I am not too much. I am a loving man who wants to give to many people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm gonna sit with that. That that those are other examples of you closing up mm-hmm. because you thought it wasn't what it was. Yeah, what you're I, supposed to be. <laughs> I with with that with the specific situation we're talking about. Like I, so I didn't do it. Praise be to God. And it was like after everything had slowed and settled down. Like I said, I felt God say thank you. And this is probably my favorite part because I didn't notice it till after it happened. And it was like. It was almost God was like, we need to celebrate this. Mm. And something happened. It was so funny. I'm at work. This is like, I think, was this the, no, this was the day of. So this is the day of after that whole situation. And I'm about to leave. And I kid you not, (laughs) some dude has a full bottle of Welch's sparkling grape. And he sees me. He's like, bro, you want some? And I was like, God, I love you. He said, Al, let's pour. Let's Let's pour. pour. I what said, I you know what? Yeah. She is. <laughs> I said, Lachaim. And I took a drink. I was like, and it just happened to be Welsh is great, which I thought it was even deeper. I was like, okay, it could have been white grape. Yeah, it could have been anything. It was actually the communion mm-hmm. grape. I was like, okay, all right. But I you know you, what I noticed about that when you just said that? It, it's like that's your child authentic self coming up it's because you built so much equity and reconciliation inside of yourself to where when you notice something of such growth and such healing that you wouldn't have done a Mm -mm. year ago Mm -mm. and now you're here and you're like wow Mm -hmm. like this is a celebration like this feels like me truly healed and where I want to be. And yes, there's still more. There's still, yeah, yeah we haven't steps. fully arrived. No, no, no. But, oh, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it feels really good to be here so right now. Good. So it feels good. like I'm thriving. <laughs> you know, so it's like, Absolutely. and then you're, you're authentic. You're, you're a little like child, little, little Al, <laughs> little Al came up and wanted to celebrate. Wanted talk. to be like all happy and cheerful. Like it did, like that person didn't take away that. No. That's beautiful. But that's because Al, you've done the work. You've done the work. And I love that you said, I refuse to go backwards. I refuse, I refuse to close up. Nah, man. Because I do want to say something. Hold on. Okay. Because... Since we've talked about like, and we're we're mainly talking about your situation now that that earlier, when we're talking about how like our past experiences, those unhealed wounds, um, how they can prevent us from future blessings. On the flip side, if you weren't staying open, you closing your experience of that could have prevented you from providing blessings. So it's not only exactly. receiving blessings, no. but providing and doing the Lord's work. I'm so telling you. Ooh, it's both yes, times. and that's why we say that's <laughs> why we say. It's not easy going not. through this journey. It's hard. It is fucking hard, but so rewarding. It's more rewarding. Listen, either way, whichever path you take, it's going to be hard. But this one yeah. is more rewarding. You're just more ignorant to the other path. <laughs> That's why it's so <laughs> Like, ignorance is not bliss. It's no. only blissful no. to you. It's, it's, no. it, it's destructive to everybody else. 
Yeah. So it's that's and it's not really that. even blissful to you. Being no, honest. it's really not. Like you're in pain. You just learned how to numb it out. Right. Yes. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up too, because I, I thought about that, and I was like, to oh, I got to mention this, like, um, that was the main person God wanted me to give to, but there was a bunch of other people mm-hmm. God wanted me to give to, and so I gave to everybody. This person was the only person that didn't said no, but everybody else willingly accepted it. And the the how ble- they came up to me were just like to the, like so blessed. They were like, oh, like thank you for being his hands and feet. Like I, I, I like oh, it was just so great. Like they were just ecstatic. Like it was clear. Like I don't know what's going on with their lives, but God spoke through me to them. And, and I was thinking like, man, like if I had, think about the many times that I've been, you know, rejected in many different areas of my life. And I, that, see, saying that used to be like, oh, now I'm like, it's life. But, um, you know, looking back, I'm like, you know, God, because of my praying parents, even one of my best homies. Like I could have turned to the dark side and been a cold dude. And, but, but I, I didn't. And I'm like, God, like, I'm so glad I didn't because I'm seeing your hand through me. Like I'm, I'm seeing you just bless others, talk to others, speak to others. And it's timely. I'm never going to know. I'm never, I don't even have to know. Just my job is to, you know, whatever God puts in my heart to do. He's like, hey, can you can you partner with me right quick? I'm like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'll partner with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what, what we doing? What you need? You know? So yeah, it's yeah, I'm 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 very glad that I didn't let my past experiences mess up today's well, blessings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Well, I just wanna say I'm very proud of you. thank you thank you Um, and i'm so glad you came on this episode i this might be one of my favorite episodes Mm -hmm. i really did love it because it just ties into humanity and just what this podcast is all about and just god's heart for humanity really um and i just thank you for coming on thank you for having me Yes. Um, <laughs> um, so, no, I do. I will say I do appreciate you coming on here and your willingness to be vulnerable and open and while still keeping parts, you know, sacred to your to your soul. So I do appreciate that and bringing your knowledge about, you know, God, God and honestly, just what it means to be a human and how that looks. And um yeah, so thank you, Al. What it means to be a human on this journey who's yeah. working towards healing mm-hmm. is what's really cool. Because we're all there. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to come on here with a microphone in front of your face and, like, mm-hmm. knowing how many people listen to this. Like, it truly is a testament to your character. So thank you. And he's a natural. It. Sorry. I know. I think <laughs> I think all of our chemistry was good. Yeah. It flowed. <laughs> so, yes, it was really good. So we do appreciate you, Al. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. It's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we just usually just say bye. <laughs> but you, you got to be, bye. Uh, 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 you know. I'm, I'm ready. Al knows. I'm He's going to wait for I'm this a- moment. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, I was practicing the joint on the way here. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 okay, great <time. laughs> It's like our signature. <laughs> Okay, well, we do hope you have... We hope this episode was inspirational. Mm -hmm. We hope it encouraged you. Please, 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 for the love of God and yourself, (laughs) stop. Just just heal your wounds. You know, just get connected to what belief systems you've been telling yourself for years and decades, okay? Because you deserve it. You deserve this healing. You deserve to have the truth, not just the truth that you have partnered with and manipulated and just messed up your life and your heart, okay? I feel that to say something. Oh, go ahead. Okay. There's a truth about my Heavenly Father that I'm always walking in, and the same goes for whoever is listening. Your heavenly father is actively pursuing and searching for any slash many opportunities to love on you. Mm -hmm. And for me, with that love is connected is also healing. So he's looking for opportunities to heal you in areas that you may never even know. 
So know that about your father, God. That's all I feel like to say. That's it. Yeah, no, that's good. Just know that you're worth it and that you're deserving of healing and that you're deserving to receive the love of God in whatever form that looks like. Obviously, there's discernment so that there's a lot of nuance to what we're talking about. Like always, we say this in every episode, but it takes getting to know yourself and it takes getting to know the character of God to be able to have that discernment of when to receive and when to say no. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Do you have anything to say? I'll just say just take some time to stop and take time for yourself and listen closely. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's my it. wisdom. That's all I gotta say is um, okay, so we just hope you have a good day. Oh, a good night. Sorry, I totally like zoned out for a second. <laughs> Our ADD squirrel. <laughs> yes. A good morning. Literally just a good 24 hours, whatever. <laughs> but a good drive <laughs> because everyone listens to this on their drive. Oh, every single person does? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your back porch, wherever you're at. Okay, well, we love y'all so much. Yes, and if this episode was helpful to you, just send it to another person. And then rate, um, review, and subscribe would be great, too. Because we yep. want to get this message out there, and we want people to feel known and heard. Okay, thanks. Okay, but, uh, thank you. okay well, we love y'all. Yes. Bye. 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 <laughs>